Welcome to episode 123 of the Black in Fashion podcast. Um, guys, I hope that you guys have gotten caught up on all of our episodes thus far. We have just started season four, and this is only episode three of season four. Don't forget to send in your black notes. You know we want to hear from you guys. We want to be able to provide advice, mentorship, coaching, you know, really be able to help you guys wherever you are in your journey. So they can be anonymous, or you could put your name on them, and we'll definitely let you know ahead of time when we'll be reading your black note so that we can pass on a lot of, like, great information and inspiration. Also, don't forget the I am BNF campaign. We want to know what it's like to be black in fashion and what being black in fashion means to you. So feel free to post your videos and tag I am BNF or you can send them directly to us so that we can post them. So today I am joined with Miss Sydney West. Sydney is actually one of the clients of LC Apparel Consulting. She is a plus size wear designer and she also concentrates and focuses on denim, women with curves, and of course, building up confidence. So Sydney, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Lanise, for having me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you nervous? <laughs> I haven't done this in a long time. You know, I went to school for uh, broadcast journalism, so, yes. um, but I was more television, radio. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was talking to myself. Girl, you was, because went, that wasn't even on here. But no, we talking, so. Yeah, we yeah. talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Right. So, yeah, I felt like I was talking to myself mm -hmm. when I did radio, but. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you not have guests and stuff? Well, actually, let's, let's get into that. So tell mm -hmm. me a little bit about your background, where mm -hmm. you grew up, and a okay. little bit about you. Let's start there. Okay, so I was born in Dallas, Texas. I do not remember it. I My parents moved back to um, Atlanta, Georgia, where uh, my dad is from South Georgia, Cordial, Georgia. It's very country. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, my mom is from Nashville, Tennessee, but they met at Clark. So I moved back when I was one, and I was born and raised well basically raised um in atlanta until i decided to um attend the great bethune cookman university in daytona beach florida i am a well i mean i have um a wildcat <laughs> and uh yeah so we went there for four years um mm -hmm. florida is totally different from I atlanta I they're behind imagine. I can imagine a lot of years, <laughs> a lot of years on hair, on fashion, on music, on <laughs> when I tell you, and it's crazy because my hairstylist at the time, like growing up, mm -hmm. she was a person that she um, is from Miami. And so she was like, she had let me know, mm -hmm. like she let me know from jump, like, hey, you going down there? They still using VO5. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> VO5? Hey, what? What you know, year was this? When you I went there in 2007. Yeah, okay. Yeah, August 22nd. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I went there and they, I mean, they had the same six hairstyles. The invisible part that was not invisible, <laughs> bob or long. So that was the two different ones. And they had the long braids. I can give the braids. Like they, they, you know, the braids. But 
Yeah, not that, you know, when you come from Atlanta, Atlanta's the hair capital of the world. Yeah, so, they be coming down. I know when I come yeah. to Atlanta, I got to come with my bundles and tags. Yeah, I got to make we, sure my hair is yep. on point. And I have the short hair now, but I stay with the bundles. I stay, well, I started getting sewings like later, but mm-hmm. I always had hair. They can't even do natural hair. Like oh, you go and be like, hey, can I just get a flat iron, you know, bust down the middle or side part, whatever. Mm-hmm. They can't even do that. Lord. I had to find, I actually ended up finding a lady, she's like an older lady, mm-hmm. and she was great she, with the wraps, and she charged $25, $35 well, if you want to relax there in color. $35 for a re- girl, I miss when I tell days. you, <laughs> when I tell you, because I was like, ma'am, like, how are you making money? I'm looking, I'm thinking about her overhead, like, as uh-huh. a person, I'm like, because I always knew I wanted to own my own business, I'm like, what's your profit margin, ma'am, but... Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. yep. And I, I forgot. Like, I always do an icebreaker when I start the show. It's uh-huh. called This or That. Yep. So, I need to go ahead and just hit you on the this yeah. that, babe. Okay. Yeah. So, skinny leg or flare leg? Flare. Motorcycle jacket or trench coat? Trench. Mini skirt or midi skirt? Mini. V-neck or crew neck? V. Hoop or stud? Hoop. All right. Last one. A brim or a beret? brim today today today. i'm feeling brim okay all right all right cool so can you tell me about uh just about like your journey as far as being like a fashion designer like Mm -hmm. how it came about you know Mm -hmm. how it started you know um Mm -hmm. and yeah let's start there um i always have been in fat into fashion but never thought that was the route that i was gonna take so from nine years old until seven years ago i thought i was gonna be the next oprah like that was the journey i was on i was you know and (laughs) and my two older uncles went to school with oprah so and my younger cousin was like four years apart he worked for her father in his barbershop so I always was like that's my journey I'm following it I'm on my own production company I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur before I knew what that even was at nine I was like, I'm on my own production company I'm gonna be the next Oprah and I'm taking over the world like mm-hmm. that's that was my journey and so seven years ago um eight years ago actually eight years ago me and my best friend mm-hmm. um of 31 years we've known each other since we were two she decided um probably we had a conversation and she was in fashion school mm-hmm. and so we were in her car and she was like i really want to make a brand like i really want to make a clothing brand for women um right out of school and i was like well, why you gotta wait like go for it go for it and mm-hmm. so she was like well would you do it with me because you have the business sense like you you know you're stylish and i was like well i didn't go to fashion school so i don't feel like i'm qualified she was like sydney you do not need to go to fashion school that's when i realized like i didn't need to i was starting to realize it but i still was like feeling inadequate because i was like i just know what looks good i know the vision of what i want to do and so um west mccoy was born at that time it was not called west mccoy it was Call a whole bunch of other names. One just of the give me one. Okay, I'm like, give me, give me what the names used to be. One of the names was Eclectic Muse, and Eclectic we were Muse. going to actually do men. So we had a lot of, you know, we veered off. That was the first mistake we did. We wanted to do women at first, but we had a lot of our guy friend, guy friends was like, no, y'all should do men. Mm-hmm. And so we started the process of making men's bow ties. So Wes McCoy started as a men's bow tie brand um, to go to accessories and then create a full fledged men's clothing brand. Gotcha. Um, but 
that did not go over well. <laughs> and so I have a lot of the bow ties to actually prove it that's sitting in my you house. You still got bow ties, Greg? I don't even we know what I want to Sell them bow ties at the we pop-up shop. Consolidate. Do something yeah, with those. Somebody said that or um, put them in, you know, my product bags and stuff or packages when they go out or whatever. Absolutely. Like a little gift for purchase uh-huh, and stuff like yeah. that. But also, you can definitely, like, during the holiday season, girl, you can sell those. Yeah. Just like to get rid of them or whatever. Yeah, I just want to get rid of them. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, just I just want to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't pay a whole bunch um, for them. And yeah, I want to get rid of them. And I have scarves too, but the scarves, I feel like I can go ahead and sell those. So that's not a problem to go ahead and sell those. Yeah, definitely. So not. that's how we, and then, um, yeah, and so then after figuring out that, hey, customers were like, yeah, we guys could tell we was not interested in both sides. Like, that was not our passion. When I talked about it, mm-hmm. it was not. And so her mom, because um, we started the business together, and then we ended up coming with Wes McCoy, which was her um, last name is McCoy, which is Cuban McCoy. And then my first name is Sydney, and last name is West. So we okay. just did West McCoy because it just and it's crazy because it got a guy's nice ring to it too. Yeah, yeah, it does. And we had a friend. And he was like, "No, like eclectic music is not gonna work." And he was like, "Y'all need something to describe y'all." <laughs> he hated West. <laughs> well, he was right. He was. He I was mean, right. I know? like eclectic music. I mean, not for a clothing line, but I like it. Like I don't know. I guess for a song or for like. A collection, yeah, yeah, like a collection itself. Yep. I like, I like it for that. For like, yeah. yeah. So he was right. He said it need to be West. What's her last name? And I was like, that's it. Like when he, I was like, so he was right. And um, her mother, um, who helped raise us with my mom and my dad, mm-hmm. um, passed away in 2018. Okay. So that put mm-hmm. a halt to the brand, and she was trying to keep pushing, but of course. I was like, no, like, if you lose a parent, I could only imagine. So, we need to, like, take a break. Mm-hmm. And um, ultimately, we ended up, um, God came to both of us and was like, Finny, you going to run the brand by yourself? And Key was going to exit. And I'm like, I'm not telling her that. So, who who's going to be the one to tell her? And um, she came to me, like, within the next couple of weeks and was like, hey, so I want to sign over everything to you. And it was easy because of the fact that the only thing that was really in our, like, names or point of contact was our state business license. Gotcha. The business license, the trademark for the logo and the name is actually under Wes McCoy. So that was a great thing. So in 2019, I started um, figuring out what I wanted to do. Um, I know I had heard that, you know, figure out a pain point or a problem that you're trying to solve. Absolutely. And I've been plus size since I was in the fifth grade, fourth grade. And um, always when I got older, I'm like, man, my friends are smaller and they get all these cute clothes and I couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that was a pain point. And then I start overhearing women as I got older going into different stores and hearing them like, oh, my God, like this stuff is ugly. It's too much fabric. It's prints. It's all this. So mm-hmm. that's when I um, decided to go the plus size woman journey and gotcha. stuff like that. So what got you into denim? Like what what was what was it around denim that got you just like kind of hooked on it and wanted to kind of like kind of focus in on that route? So as a kid, I mean, even as a teenager, I always grew up wearing denim. So I was the one that had like 20 something pair, 30 something pair of jeans, like all different styles, wild leg, boot cut, fl- all those things, like flare. 
um, high rise. I was always the one that was like, okay, I'm going to have denim. And then as I got older, I kind of got away from it a little bit, but still loved it, but it was expensive. So I was just like, uh, okay. So then I had a friend come to me and was like, you don't really wear denim like that. And I'm like, that's it. I was looking for a niche other than plus size to niche down further. Gotcha. And then I was like, denim. And then I started doing my research on it Mm -hmm. and didn't see a plus size denim company and then the stuff that I was seeing was not offering the silhouettes and the things that I wanted like I wanted something fresh and I wanted something to play around with different colors and not just blue but your creams your brown the in just the and I realized the world was endless of opportunities when it came to denim absolutely okay so tell me so I have a segment it's called it's a success Mm-hmm. or it's a disaster mm-hmm. so I want you to tell me about a time in your journey like as you've been running your business that something went completely to mm-hmm. shit it mm-hmm. went to hell but mm-hmm. you learned something from the experience and mm-hmm. it made you a better business person um, yeah. losing I got scammed out of $6,100 $6,100 probably uh-huh. more than that Oh, last Lord. year in 2021 Okay. Um, I hired a manufacturer Mm -hmm. um full service manufacturer um so he was going to be managing the whole process um i picked out um we started february of 2021 and then um sent him over my designs and things like that and he's a vet in the industry um and stuff like that so you know had been styling and decided to go ahead and into manufacturing Mm -hmm. and um, was it this uh what state it was in Georgia, Georgia. Atlanta. Okay, uh-huh. Atlanta. Okay. Yep. Right. Yep. So he's from Atlanta. The company's in Atlanta. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, ultimately, um, we I picked out fabric swatches. Um, and ultimately, um, I was supposed to launch eight one and eight fifteen um, of twenty twenty one. Never received my <laughs> nothing. No patterns. No samples no none of it grading none of it none of it and ultimately had to go to court um but the two addresses um from the contract that i signed um they were not even there was nothing there so you couldn't serve them no so they still have not been able to serve him wow and i should have known the lesson that i learned was to i asked questions but it was always like well, you know, in the fashion industry, it's not, um, you know, that we can't put time on that. We can't put time that we're going to get you your flats or your, your patterns or we can't, like, we can't do that. And our last meeting was in by Lennox Mall. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he was just like, yeah, I don't even know when I'm going to have your stuff ready. That was the last conversation we had. And... Um, no, that was one of the last. The last conversation was, I'm trying to serve you at this point in time. And he picked up the phone and he was like, I'm overseas. What do you want? And I was crying, sitting on the floor in my bedroom. Wow. So um, there was nothing. So I will sit there and say when red flags is what I learned. If people don't want to answer just basic questions. And I will say that was one thing when I went with you and I started doing my research and things like that and Jessica had um Jessica Williams had referred um you to me I was like dang all the questions that I had was on your website before I even booked a consultation or anything like that Mm -hmm. but I already had the questions I was like okay if she can't answer these questions but you ended up answering before I even 
even had a consultation and then answered even more stuff that I didn't even think I needed to know. Mm-hmm. So I will always say like, make sure that you're learning, make sure a red flag is that if someone's like not giving you just basic stuff, like basic, Hey, I, when can I have my patterns? Right. When can I have my flats? Like that doesn't take that long from, from, you know, what I've learned from you. It doesn't right. take that long. And so, um, definitely learn to definitely, ask questions if they don't get answered if you feel that intuition that something is wrong and I started feeling that and I should have listened to that gotcha so with the process of that company or whatever uh was it similar to ours like is like as far as like they flats and patterns and fit sample final sample like was it different like I'm just curious to like what they was offering up for six grand Nothing because all the things that I was supposed to get tangibly, I didn't nothing, nothing like other than us having a meeting at the coffee shop because I never and that was the thing about it. Like, you never went to a location, no. And then when I was trying to, I was like, okay, can I come to the factory? Oh, yeah, you can come, you can come, and never was able to get that's another red flag, too. You was never able to go to the factory, never able to go to the factory because he was like, everything that you know you need as far as fabric stuff, I gotta go to LA. And I'm like, okay, so what was the 6100? And he was like, basically, that was me to get to LA. It doesn't cost that. So that was his fee. Exactly. But I was supposed to also get patterns and all of that. That was included in that. that, And I never got any of those, nothing to this day. Like, and I requested it. He was, I'm going to ship it. Never, never did. So I, um, was told to let that go so not by by god i was like he was like i got you don't worry about it right and um yeah, yeah. but Definitely god was, god, it, it was god i was wanted to go another way but you know i had to let that go mm-hmm. um and i believe in karma so you do that to somebody else like there's there's other people that's not so nice and and moving on mm-hmm. you know as me gotcha so no, that makes sense. That sucks though. It like, does. especially for someone to be like a vet in the game and stuff like that. But like twenty nothing. year vet. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I guess you would expect a lot more for someone who's been not even just just been in the game. But I think that what it is is like when you're doing business with someone mm-hmm. or whatever. Like that conversation, that first interaction is is elite. Like mm-hmm. it has to be elite. Like it has to make sense. You can really tell a lot about someone's integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and even, even even vibe well because every business mm-hmm. relationship is not gonna work out. You know, maybe he's okay. I mean mm-hmm. maybe other clients was okay with, yep. you know, him taking the money and like yep. not producing anything right yep. away and like mm-hmm. we're like, you know, on a different type of wave and stuff like that. But yep. I think it's important that, you know, as a business owner when you start to build relationships to like really just have that exchange of information. Like yep. get to know the person. Like it can't be all about business yep. and I you know I also learned that too like with mm-hmm. my conversations too so like now I try to get a lot more personable mm-hmm. when I'm talking to the clients so I can get to know them and yep. get to know me you yep. know to so make sure we're on the same page because mm-hmm. if it's always straight about business mm-hmm. then like it lacks like humility sometimes yep. you know what I mean yep. so and we had got a little personal because he had a daughter we would talk about that and mm-hmm. you know just the things that she was doing we also um also was kind of exchanged too of information because I'm in television, but that's my nine to five and I know mm-hmm. about content creation. And so he was like, Hey, how do you market it? Things and all that. He wanted that information. So I gave him that information and then just talking in general, we both from Atlanta, like, you know, our upbringing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it was not, but I, and I never would have thought this would happen. That was the biggest thing. Cause I'm like, you know, it was a blind side, but right. I definitely learned a lot, like learned a lot. Gotcha. That makes sense. Okay. So what keeps you like 
inspire actually no i'm taking it back mm-hmm. well before i go down that's gonna be the end mm-hmm. but i want to go here so within the plus size market mm-hmm. um what do you feel like are some things that are commonly commonly unrepresented in the plus size market what do you feel mm-hmm. like is something that they think cause like you said you said that you guys, you would hear people going in the store like, uh, this is ugly, is this is that. Mm-hmm. Do you find that the way the clothing is being made is mm-hmm. not for like particular body types or they mm-hmm. think that you guys just want everything flowy? Like, mm-hmm. what do you feel like is like that common like thing that's just like, no, stop mm-hmm. doing that? Yeah. I definitely feel like it's a fit. That's the biggest thing to everybody, like me, everybody. But then also the representation of there's only like even it's only plus size is considered like now. Like the BBL girls, we're no real plus size. Plus size. <laughs> real plus size. We got rolls, we got fat, we got cellulite. We have all of that, and mm-hmm. I feel like we're not being represented at this time in that like real plus size. And also in the ads, I think it's always like the fit models are fourteen to sixteen, mm-hmm. but it's never like okay, can we get some twenty twos, twenty fours in there? And um, there are some brands that are out there representing you know plus size in its entirety. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like showing that variation of fit models or models brand ambassadors like don't just make it because they want to see the bigger girls want i mean the real the real the bigger plus size girls want to see like okay what is it going to look like on me mm-hmm. and i can't really see that from a girl that's 14 and you have a girl that's 22 or a size 24 because that's my biggest weight was a 22 24 gotcha. and so i definitely think that's missing and then quality like um there's no high end no there i mean and if it is it's super 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 expensive what was what's a high-end plus size brand or a high-end plus size design that you could purchase from that actually carries your size with quality are there any um because i can't think i can't think of one (laughs) right i mean christian omson is one Mm -hmm. um because she does ready to wear um yeah, that's the only one I could really think, think of. of high at, end. That's high end. I didn't realize that. And I don't even that. think she's like super, super high end, but I yeah. think that she is definitely contemporary. Gotcha. Better, I didn't better realize cool. that until, honestly, honestly, I could actually say last week. I um, I, I don't know if you remember. It's another cl- it's another girl from the Fashionpreneur account. Her name was Jalita. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you met her. Mm-hmm. She's doing a plus size line. She was yep. like, you know, I want to shop at Saks and yeah. I want to shop at Nordstrom's mm-hmm. and you know I want to go into these high-end stores but they never have my size and nope. I was just you know nope. it, it didn't even dawn on me and I was just like damn a lot of these she's just telling me how much she loved Balmain she's like I love Balmain I can't buy Balmain because no. they don't have my size and no. I was just like they don't have it and they're not gonna make it they're not gonna make it right no. I was just like you gotta get that custom made if you wanted mm-hmm. to and that's just like OD like, yeah because you know, they see like people like Lizzo love Lizzo mm-hmm. but a lot of stuff that they make it for her they only making that one of one right like how is that how are you going to sit there and have her as a brand ambassador mm-hmm. and not wanting to make you know an actual line that supports other people that look exactly. like her yeah that, that exactly. representation they so, just want to make it for her and but Wes McCoy would be that so hey, you now. know so like, and we'll be you know doing all the you know we're coming out we're starting out we're definitely doing mm-hmm. um three price points so definitely better bridge and contemporary love that so so tell me about like uh like how like what does education like mean to you because i know we talked about it before like mm-hmm. you know making sure that you learn and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i think it's a different type of mentality to have where you're constantly like trying to like feed your brain so mm-hmm. like what is what does education do for you so i've always been excited about education like i've always wanted to learn i'm reading right now i made it a goal this year to read at least a book a month and i actually been reading 
two books a month on average Mm -hmm. um and then also taking courses so when the pandemic happened i was like um right before that i had went back and got my mba um my job was paying um mba in marketing particularly Mm -hmm. because i was really interested in marketing and knowing how to properly brand a personal brand and then also a big brand or a small business brand um wanted to learn that so in 2000 and 18 I think I went back to yeah I went back to school to get my MBA and then I graduated in 2020 um yeah and then also continued it I went ahead and during the pandemic I was like oh y'all giving out these stimulus right (laughs) okay I got a couple classes I want to take so I took my stimulus money and enrolled uh the first thing I did was enroll in um justice course a regular uh justice for a regular exposure she mm-hmm. has a mentorship fashion academy. academy right <laughs> um but she's great i uh she was following like the algorithm be crazy <laughs> right so it was following me because i was looking up fashion stuff and i'm just like hey like i want to learn and i'm also very like don't want to just be taking out a whole bunch of um taking a whole bunch of people courses and not learning something like not walking away with something other than something that i could have googled or youtube so definitely education is really important and then this year i've been taking your education Mm -hmm. and that's been like amazing to me i've learned so much um and i truly appreciate just the education i've gotten from you and then definitely taking um on the back end jan charte for wholesaling because um not even just wholesaling but learning about email marketing right it's not even about like i'm not even learning really the wholesale part of it i'm learning about how how to to run run the business business. yeah jazz is great when it comes to that marketing yeah uh, and having that like even like i was watching her video recently about just even like having like a sales goal you know whatever like because if you don't plan it Mm -hmm. you can't track it if you can't track it you can't manage it if you can't manage it you can't improve it so i feel like there's a lot of people out there in the design world that just be winging it and it's just like y'all gotta stop trying to wing it i was a lot of money trying to wing some shit yep i want i definitely was a person that winged it the first time i see first of all i didn't know you needed a pre pre pre-launch a launch and a post-launch strategy. I was like, what? Hell yeah. I thought, no, for real. When I, it's so funny because when I go back to my launch, my first launch mm-hmm. was in, well, my second launch. When I did women's, because I tried to launch in 2020, mm-hmm. October. My launch was in my house. <laughs> I thought removing the check on the back end for Shopify was launching and, and, and posting things on my personal social media and, and Wes McCoy's social media was launching. It is not. So this time I'm learning just like the whole how everything come, coming up with marketing campaigns before you start how do you want it to look feel sound like all of those things mm-hmm. and i learned that from both of y'all and both of y'all's assignments coincide so a lot of stuff <laughs> i mean like, <laughs> but that means like, we're doing so hard because if i you know what i would actually be worried if jance was teaching you something completely different i think she would be worried if i was teaching you something mm-hmm. completely different because it'd be like wait a minute now yep. like yep. if we were not in sync with the type of things that actually work and that's yes. one thing i think that me and jazz do right we know what works yep and because we've been in the industry long enough and we've seen so many things like this is this is what works right you know right. definitely and if it was someone teaching something completely different i'd probably be like what you learning over there she probably right. be like what Lenise teaching you i'm like right. what jazz teaching you right like, so it's crazy that it's more so wholesale but um, we're doing like um, actual, you know, garments like direct to consumer, but it's mm-hmm. the same thing. Yep. The formula don't, the game don't but change. We're not even anything about it on that side. We're not even learning about 
wholesale. wholesale yeah. We're not. The game, I actually say the game doesn't change. Like the stuff that I teach or whatever is stuff that I learned. Yep. I learned this stuff and some of the stuff I teach you I learned in college. Yep. Some of the stuff I teach you I learned when I was like fresh in industry. But most of the things that I teach, everything that I teach, it ain't changed really. Yep. Yep. You know, like, I mean, granted, social media has more of a big impact yep. now with the way you do it. But strategy is strategy. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like, but then I'm learning that part too <laughs> that mm-hmm. like you don't want to like lean too much on social media because exactly. it's some, like it's happened instagram has went out and people are mad like oh my god my brand didn't make that much sales today i'm learning that like what yeah. are other ways that you can go ahead if the you internet go down today mm-hmm. you got to mix a little guerrilla marketing into that Boom. with some <laughs> digital marketing and social media marketing yeah so. it can't just be all so even like podcast i tell people all the time you know how many people subscribe to podcasts listen to podcasts Definitely. you run ads on podcasts that's why we have ad placement here mm-hmm. too like you know how many people listen to this podcast podcasts yep. all over where they even not mm-hmm. just this podcast so many podcasts so many. you know yep. like and then depending on your industry and what you do i'm like okay well you need to be like one of my girls does like very sexy clothing or whatever mm-hmm. it's like lingerie like that i'm like you need to be on the cocktails podcast yep. like you yep. should run an ad there because that podcast is driven around sex and intercourse stuff like that right. and their sponsors should align with that Definitely. so a lot of times or whatever even like if you're like if you put your clothes on like even like um a mental health or pot like or something yep. that pulls, pushes confidence yep. you know and stuff like Definitely. that or health or like weight journeys yep. and stuff like that yep. boom you Definitely. know what I mean so it's like it's thinking outside the box with your marketing like social media ain't the end all be all yep. your brand and you're not I would say you're not creating a consumer you're targeting one yep. like we're not creating a whole new customer base they're already out there we're just trying to get them to shop with us become right. brand loyal to us yep. and that's what it's about and understanding that lifestyle more than anything else how this person shops how this how often this person shops how much they spend yep. what they're looking for in their clothing like yep. it's very i'm pretty sure y'all know but fashion is mad psychological that's it's superficial something. it's psychological like it's up here what we wear changes our mood and how we feel how we think like mm-hmm. but they just i'm just gonna take some pictures of me in my mirror and throw them up on uh instagram and right. you're gonna make you're gonna be a millionaire it just don't work like that right mm-hmm. definitely i definitely agree yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So our last segment before we wrap up is mm-hmm. called It's a Muse. Okay. So I would like for you to share whether it is a book, a quote, um, a mantra, a, a morning ritual, a nightly ritual, anything that continues to motivate you, inspire you, and keep you going that you like to share with someone else. Um, I guess my quote that I always live by is handle your business while doing your business. And what I mean by that is as creators, we get so caught up in the creative part of it, you know, how the clothes should look and the different patterns and the different colors and all that stuff like that. But we don't handle, I've met so many people that like, don't even know what an LLC is. They don't know what it is. They think an LLC and a business license are two separate things. And they think that's something that you got to file separately. So I always, you know, that was one thing from the beginning, like I was in the library reading business books on how to set up my business entity mm-hmm. um you know and also got my stuff trademarked and stuff like that and i know some people will tell you like oh wait on the trademark no we i went ahead and got my state business license my ein um got trademarked we had a business a partnership agreement a business agreement between the two of us like I, when it comes to handling the business side, I'm going to definitely do that because it can all, it can always come back and bite you in, in the tail. Even with taxes, like I've been filing taxes when Western Square wasn't even making any money, like just filing all the stuff that the money that I put into the business mm-hmm. on my taxes. And so I, that's a big thing of what I definitely, definitely live by. 
a book that I would recommend. Um, one of the books that come off, I guess, at, at like off back is uh, off back is uh, Fubu, mm-hmm. um, Damon John book, the first book, and it's just telling just the whole build of Fubu and stuff like that. And I found that very intriguing, um, especially that's a black brand and back in the um, later '90s, early 2000s, that was that was the brand. Mm-hmm. And so I wore it. Was, me and my cousins had it on religiously so um learning that those are the two things that i would definitely say is handle your business while doing your business and then definitely reading um the damon john book and then also other fashion publications i think i i'm a i like reading autobiographies so i've you know diane von furstenberg i read tommy hilfiger um american dream i think that's what it's called so definitely i continue to read and then always educating myself and seeing what new trends is going on Love that, love mm-hmm. that. Okay, well, thank you so much. Uh, you. Well, they need to know where to shop, uh-huh. where to follow you, and how to get access <laughs> to you. So definitely throw out your social media handles. Uh-huh. And then, of course, I'll put them like in the show notes as well. But look out for Wes McCoy. Yes. And Cindy, go ahead and tell them how they can uh, see you, react to you. And tell them about your reels too, girl. Tell them about the content real quick. Oh, yeah, I, I make content. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, that was another thing, making consistent content every day. So that'll be a nice, smooth transition when Wes McCoy We'll be launching um, spring of 2023, and we can be found on Instagram um, at West W E S T McCoy M C C O Y. Um, we can also be found on um, Facebook as well. West Dash McCoy is on Facebook. Um, my personal Instagram is Sydney S Y D N I E K. West W-E-S-T and you can see all my reels I do fashion and styling reels um, and do a lot of denim looks and try to add those in as well but definitely styling for the plus size woman and building up her confidence gotcha love that love that so thank you so much for joining me today I appreciate you thank you for coming on thank you you for being an amazing client I just want I just I have to give you your flowers on that because Mm -hmm. I would honestly say that like I haven't had uh, I mean, I have them now, but like mm-hmm. in the past and stuff like that, I haven't had amazing clients. And I think that that is one, I think I posted it earlier. Mm-hmm. Having, working with, like being easy to work with mm-hmm. is a very underrated skill. Yep. You know, being able to communicate with people effectively and talk to people and just literally always being solution oriented. Like mm-hmm. today, me and Sydney had a fitting. Not everything was like where it needs to be. Whereas like somebody would have gotten really upset. It's like, okay, it's not the end of the road. Right. Like, we're not launching like right. tomorrow. Like, right. okay, let's go. And like now, what we got to do to fix things? Because in the development process things get misconstrued yep. you know things cannot fit well and stuff like that mm-hmm. but I can honestly tell you Sydney had that may have been somebody else that didn't have the same mentality as you mm-hmm. they probably would have been pissed like oh it doesn't fit it's like okay but that happens this yeah. is the, this is this the first, first fitting, fitting. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first fitting yeah. you know like you know we still have second fitting third fitting it's like it's still a, a final sample there's yeah. a production sample so yeah. it's like this is really the first time that we yep. going from yep. 2D yep. to 3D yep. you know and we doing plus size and tall because you're 5'7 yep. you mm-hmm. know so but I like I, I really appreciate like your, your attitude and your mentality towards like the entire process you know that's why I've been like I'm gonna make sure it's anyway I'm gonna make sure it's because mm-hmm. like I feel like when someone when you're easy to work with it's just easier for others to pour into you yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. like into like agree. you know be able to share more resources and like more opportunities yep. and it's like oh well i got this and i got this for you but like you're only gonna do that to people that you work well with that you yeah. mesh well with so Definitely. i say all that to say like your the fashion industry is big but it's also small mm-hmm. you know and i think that you know when you are 
building relationships with people and stuff like that it's only one key to this stay solution oriented Mm -hmm. and stay open-minded especially in the creative space because it that's exactly what it is like be open-minded be solution oriented and just approach everything with a positive attitude we recently you know we had a flood now studio Mm -hmm. messed up like ten thousand dollars worth of patterns and i mean i could have went ape shit but it's just like what is that gonna do right what is that gonna do it's like i gotta fix it Mm -hmm. and i could have been upset and mad and crying about it and i'm just like I got to just, I got to make them over. Yep. You know, I got to hire someone else to help me so I don't get far behind and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it is what it is. What can I do? You know, like all I can do is keep progressing forward. And it's always going to be obstacles and roadblocks throughout the process. You had one last yep. year. Yep. And you Definitely. are, you, you gave it to God. Yep. And it's behind you now. Yep. And now you are progressing and you're moving forward. So. Yep. Big ups. Thank you so right. much, Lanise. <laughs> I truly course. appreciate that. All right. So as I always say, guys, stay black. Peace out. Bye. Bye.